Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I want to riff here a little bit regarding the Dr. Seuss hype from this past week. I've heard an awful lot of people bring it up. A lot of people mention it, not selling the books, and then all of a sudden it's the top 13 books that are being sold on Amazon or Dr. Seuss books and where did all this come from? Canceling Dr. Seuss, cancel culture, blah, 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 blah. And then everybody jumps on board without actually critically thinking about its origin. I have yet to hear anybody bring up where this came from. Because normally you'll hear, well, it's from a professor. Some professor started it, or a politician started it, or a school canceled the book, or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, the public gets outraged. And again, there's just a lack of critical thinking when it comes to the origin of such public outrage. And that right there, I think, is really a spotlight on a much larger problem. So I'm going to provide my brief analysis here on what I think is actually going on regarding the Dr. Seuss nonsense. In my opinion, this Dr. Seuss stuff is being done on purpose by the good guys. It wasn't, it wasn't done by, any, by, by anybody bad. We have yet to identify anybody, like I said, who, who actually started anything. I haven't, I haven't heard any public organization come out and say, we're not selling these books because they're horrible and blah, blah, blah. I haven't heard any of that. This has to be done by good people, either deep in government or deep in the media or in the shadows, in an effort to wake up the most brainwashed and the most asleep in our culture. By attacking some of the most innocent of all things. Again, go back a week ago or two weeks ago with the Mr. Potato Head nonsense. Hasbro comes out and says, we're doing away with the Mr. and Mrs. And then all of a sudden, we're just going to call it Potato Head. And then within a matter of hours, like four hours later, they went, good news. We're not, we're not doing that anymore. It's going to stay Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. It had to have been a purposeful operation to shock people, to get people's attention, and to get them to wake up that there are, in fact, plenty of individuals who would love to cancel countless elements of our culture. Of course, we've already seen it with countless politicians at the local level with wanting to rename schools and take down statues and all of it, but no one's asked that. No one's asked that one question: Where did the Dr. Seuss stuff come from? Who started it? I'm hearing a lot of people, even on you know the fake news media and, and you name it, consistently reference it. They're even backhanded references now. Well, you know, it's just like the Dr. Seuss thing. They'll say it's just like the Dr. Seuss thing, but no one's actually <laughs> investigated. Wait a minute, where did that actually come from? Just because it shows up on your TV doesn't mean that any one particular person started it for nefarious reasons. Maybe we have to look at it differently. Maybe it was started by white hats to do exactly what I said earlier: 
Just wake people up who are brain dead. Wake up people who are dead asleep. That this is exactly what Marxism has in store for you. So, it's just, uh, it's really, the lack of critical thought and even applying the scientific method to things that aren't science-related. Just applying the scientific method to anything, even social, things that are socially related, the lack of that happening is very, very problematic. And people are just reacting to what's on their TV instead of actually thinking about, wait a minute, maybe there are some good forces at play here that are pulling particular strings in order to wake people up. And again, you know, another perfect example of that where, where, where schools just lost their minds and went in a completely different direction. And countless schools participated in this, and I'm certain I've brought this up in the past before, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but you remember the ice bucket challenge nonsense. And now we have the mask wearing nonsense. You see, I think that the ice bucket challenge, and yes, it, it certainly is a conspiracy, because that's what the word of a conspiracy means, that people get together and they conspire to ultimately test out something to see if something will work, and then they implement something or throw something into the public conscience to have them react in a particular way. All of this is connected. There's no doubt about it. The ice bucket challenge from years ago is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Examine the ice bucket challenge thing from, from an experiment on what we're now seeing today. Assume that the ice bucket challenge thing was just a test run. Assume that it was a test run for the mask wearing you're seeing. What was the ice bucket challenge? What was it designed to do? What it did was, is it got complete strangers to get together to convince one another that if they taped each other dumping water on themselves and doing that in mass groups and then donating money at the same time that somehow they were going to get rid of ALS. Well, they didn't get rid of ALS. And again, I know I've talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning because it's all connected. Again, assume that that was a test run. When you were in a, in a restaurant or a, or a bar or anywhere, you could have been walking around in an amusement park, whatever it was. You would not only see people even doing it, but you would just hear them talking about it. Oh, we're going to get together and we're going to do the ice bucket challenge and it's going to be great and blah, blah, blah. And we've got a number of people that, you know, we're going to challenge and they're going to do it. All of that was a social experiment purposely done to manipulate the populace. And it worked on so many people, in particular in the workplace. Because when you talk about bullying in the workplace. That's a perfect example of bullying in the workplace. Because what will they say? Well, it's not bullying because it's innocent and we're having fun and it's for charity. And if you don't want to participate, then you're not a team player. And all these other buzzwords that they use, uh, you know, to try to get people to participate in a useless activity. And again, I read a lot online about it being a giant satanic ritual with numerology included, that every participant who got water dunked on them had to challenge three people, and then they challenged three, and then you have three, six, nine, and it just gets crazy beyond that. But what if all of that's accurate? It certainly was a test run, was it not? Look how easily people wore the mask. Look how easily 
Children and parents in particular would send their children to school to wear the mask. Now let me give you one quick example. Okay, there's this one story is very recent uh, from Matt Lamb at the College Fix, and it simply says Texas school district ends mask mandate for students and staff. This is one school district. Lubbock Cooper Independent School District will no longer require individuals to wear facial coverings, which means yesterday COVID was a problem. Today it's not. So this COVID thing must have a watch. They must wear a wristwatch and they must say, well, now's the time because 24 hours ago, Everybody had to wear one, but today you don't. That right there again should tell everybody that this is done on purpose to manipulate the masses. It has nothing to do with some virus that's highly contagious or deadly. It has nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing. It was all a social experiment, just like the other social experiments. If it shows up on TV and you consistently hear about it on the radio, then it's propaganda. And when you throw all of that together, an individual in America or anywhere in the world is being manipulated and lied to. It's not complicated. It's actually such a simple conspiracy that you can see who the players actually are. You can see the people who are actually conspiring with one another. Now, there's a couple of final stories here I wanted to just briefly mention, and these go back away, but it pulls right into the, into the current, current time regarding the vaccinations. It's gotten to the point where they're even, th- they're even so strong with the propaganda that you have celebrities, quote-unquote, attacking other personalities on television or celebrities for not getting the vaccine or a vaccine, or multiple vaccines, and then you have these individuals actually scolding the populace, scolding their own audiences, so to speak, for not getting the vaccine. Two examples. Actually, I'm going to bring up more than that, but there are some, there are some severe examples here. If you go back four months, four or five months ago, there were two individuals on Fox News. One is a regular, they're both regulars. Dr. Oz would come on Fox News, in particular, roughly a year ago, and he was just fear-mongering to the bone, as, as you would expect from a TV personality like that. And ironically, he shortens his name to Oz, which if you've ever seen The Wizard of Oz, you should know that at this point, The Wizard of Oz was lying to everybody. That's, that's what his character did in that movie. So, what he was suggesting was that actual individuals socially distance from their own family members in their own homes. That happened. People did that. They heeded his, they heeded his warning, they took that advice, and they actually did it. And I read that uh, story from Canada just the other day on a podcast episode, which again is just horrific where you have children on one side of their own bedroom doors, their parents have locked them in there for 14 straight days, and they're sliding food underneath the door like they're in prison. That's happening. People are actually doing that. Then you had Dr. Siegel come on Fox News, and he actually suggested this. I kid you not. You can look it up. I'm sure you can find it someplace. He was on Tucker Carlson's show, and I want to say this was back in November. November. 
and he of 2020, and he suggested that when children get vaccinated, they should go back to school. He's an Orthodox Jew, by the way, and just wanted to keep that in mind. But he would bring this up, and he actually said, you should wear a red pin, a red circle pin on, on your clothing to indicate to others around you that you've been vaccinated. The look on Tucker Carlson's face when he actually said that was priceless. And it was evident that he was placed on Tucker Carlson's show for that sole purpose to push that message. Somebody had him on there to actually push that because Tucker Carlson's face gave it away as if to say, why are we having him on here saying this? This is absurd. It was total confusion on Tucker Carlson's face. And then Tucker Carlson at the end of it basically said, I, I can't, uh, I don't have anything to say with that. That seems completely ridiculous. And then he immediately jumped and he goes, well, okay, it doesn't have to be that. It can be something else and blah, blah, blah. So then he just went back on everything that he said, but not really. He goes, no, I'm serious. You know, th this is a good thing. And Tucker was like, yeah, I can't advocate for that. He was actually pushing that. So the point is, is that, you know, even with Dr. Oz today, I mean, today, and the, these are really the last two examples, but you had Dolly Parton the other day, before I'll get to the Dr. Oz thing, which is funny, but you had Dolly Par Parton the other day allegedly taking a shot and she actually called the individuals who didn't want to take a shot cowards she says that in the video again you can look it up on youtube dolly parton called people cowards for not wanting to take an rna manipulative shot I, 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 I mean, this is, this is where it is now. This is where it is. It's to the point where you have individuals on television with audiences propagandizing their own audiences as much as they possibly can, and their own fans, I might add. So I know of at least one person who's going to have to sell his Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers Christmas record. Uh, I just bought it, too. Anyway, <laughs> I just bought it this past Christmas. I don't have any Dolly Parton records. I'll get this one. Well, in the trash it goes. The point is, too, and here's where I'll end it with Dr. Oz. He decided to have a Skype with Wendy Williams, and it was absolutely fantastic. In fact, I'm going to play the interaction because it's just that good. So give this a listen. Are you planning on getting your vaccine? No. 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 I don't trust it. I've never gotten a flu shot either, though, and you and I have talked about that. I've never had the flu. I'm not getting a flu shot. Getting No, I don't trust it. There, I said it. Go back to vaccines for a second, because what you say and believe is so important to a lot of people. I mean, millions and millions of Americans are going to say, Wendy Williams didn't get a vaccine, so I don't want to get a vaccine. So let me just ask you. If there's anything that could happen that would make you feel comfortable, 10 million people get vaccinated without a problem. You know, just to get past the hassle of having to lie on my back, recovering from COVID-19 or maybe not recovering, uh, is not worth the risk that I might actually consider this vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine. Listen, 10 million people and more have the flu vaccine. And how many people per year catch the flu? <laughs> no, I'm not getting the vaccine, Dr. Oz. I'm not. I don't. 
You see, it has nothing to do with facts. It has everything to do with pressure and control. That's it. It's just about pressure and control. And the saddest part is that the unknowing parents are pushing this on their children because their children don't have a chance. I mean, what child is going to look at their parent and say, you know, Mom, you know, Dad, I've done some reading, and as it turns out, these aren't always healthy. There are people's legs who are swelling. They're getting countless rashes, uh, nervous system damage that's permanent. Some people are having strokes, miscarriages all over the place, and oh, yeah, people have died. What child is going to mention that to their parents? Same thing with the DNA manipulation. And that DNA manipulation can cause cancer later on down the line in people's lives. Again, what child is going to bring that up to their parent if their parent doesn't look it up first? And then, of course, this information makes its way into schools and you hear about teachers. They just can't wait to get the vaccine. They just can't wait to get it. That way, maybe they won't have to wear a mask. Do this, and then maybe you won't have to do that. That becomes the message. And people buy into it, and people believe it. Not everybody, thank God, not everybody. Countless people are awake, and they know what's actually happening. So the real homework assignment, in summary, I think is this. Pay attention to what's going to be the next social experiment. This week it was Dr. Seuss. Last week it was Mr. Potato Head. This entire time it's been mask wearing. For much longer it's been vaccinations. The Ice Bucket Challenge. What's going to be the next massive countrywide or television propagandized social movement that's going to get people's attention? And then ask yourself whether or not that's coming from someone who is good and has good intentions, or is it coming from someone who has bad and bad intentions? Is it being designed? I mean, you got to think about it again from myself included. I mean, I, I miss these all the time too, but we've got to think about it too from, I think, you know, 3D and 4D and 5D and 6D chess. We have to look at it from different angles and from underneath the board as well so that we can see the underside of what's actually happening. So, what's going to be the next social movement? And then write it down. And then see how people reference it and see how people respond to it. But then ask yourself, well, where did it come from? And then do it again. And then do it again. And then do it again. And see how many you can come up with in the next month, two months, three months. Because spring is here and summer is on the way. The social experiments are going to continue. But in what direction are they going to continue? Are they going to continue to be bad the way that they have? Or are they going to be so blatantly obvious that maybe they're purposely designed by good people in order to wake up the masses who are the most brainwashed? I think time will tell on all of that. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Don't forget to check out AmericanEducationFM.com where you can make a small donation or even email us and be a guest on the podcast. Until next time, never stop learning, never stop reading, and never stop unlearning. Thanks for listening, and God bless.